Welcome to Let's Talk Farm to Fork, the post-harvest podcast that interviews people making an impact in the fresh produce sector. We'll take a deep dive into what they do and find out how they're helping to reduce the amount of food lost or wasted along the farm to fork journey. But before we get started, did you know that according to the UN's Food and Agriculture Organization, around 45% of the world's fruits and vegetables go to waste each year? If you would like to learn more about how you can practically play your part in maximizing fruit and vegetable supplies, whether you're a part of the industry or simply a consumer, visit postharvest.com and try out their free online course library today. Now, time for your host, Mitchell Denton. Hi there, and welcome to Let's Talk Farm to Fork, the post-harvest podcast that interviews people of interest across the food supply chain. Today on our show, I'm joined by Guillermo Milano from Terrace Lab, who I'll be talking to about how their urban farming practices are working towards reducing the amount of annual food loss within the fresh produce industry. So with no further delays, let's get started. Well, thanks for joining me on the podcast, Guillermo. How are you? Oh, very good. Very good, Mitch. Thank you for having me and, and, and for your time. How are you tonight? I'm good. Thanks for joining me. Before we get into it, I just wanted to give you the opportunity to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and maybe a fun fact about yourself. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, my name is Guillermo Molano. I'm originally from Puerto Rico, where I become an electrical engineer. After that, spent 10 years in Washington, D.C., working for the federal government over there as an electrical engineer, mm-hmm. until around probably three or four years where... I decided to change path dramatically. <laughs> yeah. And then two years ago, where I, I formally decided to make this official uh, to first doing an MBA and doing everything that, that helped me to make the change to start this, this venture. Uh, and as a fun fact, I'm a huge sport fan. Yeah. I think I can watch any type of sports if there is enough time for it. But my, my sport is basketball. Basketball. Uh, I play, yeah, I played Division Two at college, where I was the team captain over there, and <laughs> that's definitely the sport I love. Oh, that's great! I'm a bit of a basketball player myself. I'm six foot three, so I was always playing defense under the ring. I was very much just a, a long defensive post under the, under the ring the whole time. <laughs> On that note, let's talk farm to fork. So would you mind telling us a little more about how your farming as a service operation works? Yes, we are trying to join the effort of creating like a, a, far, a farming as a service in mm-hmm. a way that bringing the urban farming as urban as possible. Today, we know that urban farming has advanced a lot, but still most of the operation is still in the suburban areas of the main cities. And what we are looking is to make it as urban as can be. And, mm-hmm. and, and how we are visualizing that is taking advantage of the empty commercial areas that we have today. Mm-hmm. In one hand, those areas that after COVID have become without use, if we, if mm-hmm. we can put it that way, and they are looking for uh, another way of living mm-hmm. or is already in use, but still space that is unused. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we are leveraging the real estate in the cities mm-hmm. in order to achieve the goal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
So then what would you say separates your urban farming system from your competitors? Today, what we are offering is a 24-7 experience uh, mm -hmm. where it will begin in, in the work environment uh, where mm -hmm. most of the people spend most of the day, at least mm -hmm. one third of the day, people spend it in, in, a, in an office on a work environment if, if they are not working from home. Yeah. And, and, and what we are saying, but that is not enough. People are more virtual and uh, are more connected than ever. And what we want to give is not just the opportunity to have as fresh as possible at work, mm -hmm. but also when you go home in a virtual way, you can continue be part of the experience where you will yeah. spend the rest of the day. So then what's the most immediate challenge you're working on at Terrace Lab right now? And how are you looking to overcome it? Right now, the, the tech itself, um, mm -hmm. in, in terms of there is not a lot of experience in the sector to bring this type of modules or this type of technology to a work environment uh, where it's difficult to make a control environment as the most traditional urban farms operate. They all operate like a, like a, like a lab, <laughs> it's a very, <laughs> very sophisticated lab. Making this tech not just viable, but also like affordable setups. That what we yep. want to, we want to make is a more affordable in that way. But at the same time, tech is a challenge because it's still expensive in order to, to make it possible. And there's two aspects of the tech here. It's, it's like the farming, what the, the best technique to make the most product possible. And also what is the most user-friendly application, if you want to call it that in that mm -hmm. way, that, that people can feel connected to yeah. the, entire, yeah. the entire process. Yeah. Okay. So then what's the biggest revelation you've uncovered while removing the mileage between farm to fork for customers? I was personally definitely has been the quality of the produce. Mm -hmm. It's something incredible. Uh, when I start getting my hands in this, like the difference in quality is something that is difficult to put it in words. Mm -hmm. It's not until you taste it and you try it that you said, oh, wow, this is a difference here. Yeah. And it's difficult to describe it <laughs> because yeah. at the end of the day, we're talking about produce that's not that difficult to find in the grocery stores, mm. but the quality, definitely. Uh, I had never imagined that the biggest difference between having produced it at the moment in, yeah. uh, in, in vertical farm. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. So then from where you stand, what would you identify as being one of the biggest pain points in the food industry and urban farming? I would say at this point is the collaboration between the community. We have noted that when players go over certain level, that collaboration, as that share of, of knowledge stop. We understand that we all have our secret sauce or what make us different, but we believe that at the end of the day, it's not a new technology, but it's a pretty new sector um, mm. that have grown because in the beginnings, it was very collaborative. And we have seen that this collaboration has produced and we have seen a, a lot of articles that are talking about this, that it's been a, a challenge for a lot of people interested in this area in order to progress. It's like difficult at some point to find information because in addition to that, there is not a lot of expertise 
around mm, there. Yeah. That you can't just go, let's say that I go to a school or a college or to talk with a professor or an, or an expert. It's not that easy to identify that at the, end of, at the end of the day, when you don't have that available and those that are spending most of their, of their time in this don't share, then, yeah. then become a problem. Yep. Mm, definitely. So then has the COVID pandemic, for better or worse, had any effect on your day-to-day operations? Well, for us, we have seen the pandemic at the quarantine as a opportunity mm-hmm. more than that's something that has stopped us or something like that. Because actually the pandemic joined us, myself and my two partners. Like yeah. that's where we found common grounds. And I would say that it provided us a, a unique time to work together. Mm, mm, okay. So when it comes to food loss and sustainability, what's the biggest area you're curious about and why? Personally, is how to make us a more efficient society, uh, like in terms of power consumption, what we eat that it will give us all the nutrients that we need. Yeah. But no, not that much that we yeah. are just producing or growing just for the fun of growing. And for that reason, those techniques that help us produce those products that people want, yeah. but in a more efficient way. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, it's a constantly education process for us yeah. and for the customer. Like, it's a circle where we all trying to learn every day with the end goal of how to make us a more efficient uh, community. Continuing this thought, is there a particular group or innovation within the industry that you're excitedly keeping a watchful eye on? Yeah. Um, in terms of company, like a corporation, a startup uh, that now is becoming a very important one, Infarm, yep. based in Germany, mm-hmm. they are not just becoming a, a player, but they also are developing great technology in terms of make the entire idea of farm to the fork very realistic to the people. Mm. Uh, mm. And, and they are doing a lot of advance in the sector. Mm. Yeah. What's one thing you wish you had known when you first began your journey on providing a true farm to fork experience? <laughs> um, I would say the first thing that I would love to know before um, is the big challenges of the hospitality sector. Yeah. It's a very, very unique sector, fascinating sector, but it's a very complex too. And yeah. and the common sense for us at the beginning was, okay, this is perfect for the restaurants and the bars, but in the process, we know it's not that, yeah. that easy. And even more Definitely. for countries like here in Spain, where mm-hmm. it's, it's a very strong sector, but it's a very traditional one at the same time that they, they have their the distributors and they are loyal to them and, and they have an entire infrastructure around sector that make make very difficult to penetrate. And, and uh, yeah, I think I knew that before. I would say that and the challenge of the, of the OPEX of operating an urban farm. Yeah, yeah. Because that is the key at the end of the day, in our opinion, as much we can reduce the OPEX, I mean, this role is the same for every single business. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of urban farming, as it's a very expensive one, that it's been a specific challenging to reduce cost in order to operate. Yeah. Yeah. 
So as we come to a close, Guillermo, I just want to ask, what is the major point you really want the listeners to take away from this episode? I think that change are always difficult to assimilate, but it is very necessary for all of us always being open mind to mm. changes. Yeah. And, and we are constantly in change and there is new technology, new practice and new ways to do everything. But if we, if we are, if we accept that change is going to happen, it's going to make, in my opinion, our life easier. Definitely. Yeah. No, that's great. Well, that's all for today's episode of Let's Talk Farm to Fork. Thanks for listening and thank you, Guillermo, for joining me today. Thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure. For any listeners who would like to know more about Guillermo and Terrace Lab, check out the link in the description of this episode. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And don't forget to leave a review and share with your friends. Until next time, you've been listening to Let's Talk Farm to Fork, the post-harvest podcast. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Let's Talk Farm to Fork. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Also, if you would like to learn more about how you can practically play your part in maximizing fruit and vegetable supplies, whether you're a supplier, consumer, or anyone in between the farm-to-fork journey, visit postharvest.com and try out their free online course library today.